Serving the only 24-7 all-local news, talk, and entertainment for the Coachella Valley. This is iHub Radio, partnered with the Desert Sun. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Jason Tate here. This is Sunday, and you're here on Tate Talks uh, during this wild time. I am doing Tate Talks now uh, in a social distancing manner. (laughs) So this is the Tate Talks social distancing show here in my studio at home. So just to fill you in on that, I'm so excited that you are listening to the show today and that I have some information to share with you. Before I get into that, though, I want to introduce Tate Talks for any new listeners out there. Thank you again for all of you that listen to my show every week. I appreciate you so incredibly much. So how do you follow Tate Talks and how can you ask questions now during Tate Talks during this time? Well, you can follow me on Facebook at Jason Tate, really easy to follow, T-A-T-E, and you'll see my information there and you'll see that I'm the host of Tate Talks Radio, I'm a school teacher and a bunch of other things, and I'll share that in a minute. You can also follow us on Instagram at tatetalks.radio. Tate Talks, all of the shows are downloaded into podcasts. You can catch us on iTunes and Spotify. We have all of the major podcast stations where you can listen to to Tate Talks in our previous episodes. So that aside, uh, the purpose of Tate Talks and the show here, everyone has the power to control their health. This is what I want to convey. You have power to control the health of your body through the choices that you make day in and day out. Uh, and so I'm here to kind of kind of coach and guide, letting you know that your health destiny is within your control through education, through inspiration, and through awareness. And it's such an important time right now, more than ever, to understand how important it is for you to have proper health. Uh, And I'll talk more about that later in this hour of the show. So myself, uh, I'm a son, uh, obviously, and I'm a brother. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a teacher. And I'm a functional medicine certified health coach. I've been teaching for the last 15 years at the high school level. And I'm I'm classically trained in biology, and I've had multiple certificates since then in nutrition and functional medicine, health coaching, uh, mind-body medicine, really just kind of understanding the body as a whole and being able to treat the body, the entire body, instead of compartmentalizing the body uh, like some forms of medicine will do. So I, I treat the whole body as a health coach, and I work with functional medicine doctors that treat the entire body as well. So what I talk about here on this show, I'll mention this term functional medicine a lot. 
And it really is just understanding root cause of disease and root cause of disorders throughout the body, knowing that something even like dementia or Alzheimer's or cognitive decline, this is something that's happening later down the road. And what we talk about here are things that you can do upstream earlier in your life to prevent, reduce, or even reverse many of these dietary lifestyle chronic diseases. So Tate Talks is back. Uh, I've been uh, kind of absent for the last couple of weeks as we're trying to navigate through this challenging time with COVID-19 coronavirus spreading around the world. It is an unprecedented pandemic of its time. Um, and honestly, as a biologist and understanding science, it was sad to say, but it was just a matter of time until something like this were to occur in the human population. And so um, this is a, a definite wake-up call, and we're learning a ton from this. And so my goal here on the show is to still deliver Tate Talks, but of course I'm going to deliver Tate Talks with the spin and understanding of coronavirus and the situation that we're living in right now that we will be living in for many months to come. And so you can listen to Tate Talks every Sunday here on iHubRadio.com, and I'll be delivering information around movement, exercise, uh, nutrition, and, and foods and what's good for you, and also your mental health. These three pillars that I've kind of built uh, what I teach in school, uh, my foundation, a bunch of different aspects of my life. I really focus on these three pillars of wellness, movement, nutrition, and mindfulness as a key to your total health. And so that's what I'll be focusing on here with, of course, coronavirus mixed into it, all of it, <laughs> because that's the reality of what, what we're living in today right now. So in this hour, I have a thought to digest, which is my uh, one of my weekly benchmarks. I also have what moves you, another weekly benchmark where I talk about exercise and movement. I have statistics from New York. Is this pandemic targeting certain people? Really important question to ask, and I have some answers for you today during this hour of the show. It's also important information on how to safely re-enter your home once you've left your home. Uh, either you go to work or you go and pick up groceries or you run an errand. How do you safely re-enter your home? So talk about important things with that and also answers to questions that you might be too embarrassed to ask. These are answers that are coming from virologists, so specialists in viruses. So some important information there and a whole bunch else in this hour. So I'm going to lead off right now with a thought to digest. And I chose this one because um, of the man that I really respect. And also, it's so poignant in this time right now. And this is a quote by Charles Darwin. It is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent. It is the one that is most adaptable to change, that lives within the means available and works cooperatively against common threats. Such an incredibly powerful and poignant message by Charles Darwin over 200, well, over 150 years ago, talking about something that we face on a regular basis. 
this quote is powerful to me, has been powerful to me during major changes in my life and major challenges in my life. This just happens to be a major change and challenge globally with us fighting this pandemic of coronavirus. And so what you're seeing is people that are, you know, as far as uh, you know, navigating the uh, economy of this and navigating how to live within your means, how to, how to cut your budget and cut out um, things that you don't really need to be spending money on right now. Okay. So I'll just kind of internalize this. My wife and I sat down, we looked at our budget, we looked at our books and we're like, okay, we don't need this. We don't need that. Uh, I'm home almost all the time now. So I'll be back uh, in the front yard, in the backyard, doing the landscaping, doing the gardening. Uh, we need to cut that cost. We need to cut this cost, you know, a little bit here and there. Uh, my gym membership, obviously, thankfully, uh, and I got to give a shout out to EOS Gym, by the way, who uh, suspended all of their memberships and they're not charging any type of fees or anything, uh, obviously, because their gyms are closed and they've been really great about sending out emails and updates from EOS Gym, where I'm a member. Uh, and I really appreciate that. And I, and I imagine some of the other gyms out there are doing the same thing, 24-hour fitness. And uh, I, don't, I don't it's been a long time since I've been in the gym business. So, uh, But yes, thank you to all the gyms out there that are taking care of their members and not charging them fees during this time when they're not even able to go to the gym. So I really appreciate that. Um, something else, people are finding resources online. So this is, a, this is the adaptable to change and working cooperatively. My wife is a Pilates instructor. Like many other Pilates and yoga instructors across the nation, that business went bye-bye. And so what do they do? How are they going to have income? And there are digital platforms where you can do this. Uh, Zoom is one of them. And I'm just so proud of my wife. She is, you know, joining the technology era. She set up a, a little Pilates studio in, in a large space in our master bedroom and uh, set up a, a laptop and her headset and she's training clients. And it's so empowering and it's so amazing and incredible and wonderful that she's doing this. She's adapting to the circumstance and the change uh, is she getting all of her clients on board with this? No, not yet. But there's a really cool thing that's happening from this just for her and, and many others. So a lot of her clients are seasonal. They come here to the Coachella Valley where we live, and they're only here during the really nice winter months when the weather is pristine and perfect. And then when it's in the summer, when it's nasty and super hot outside, they tend to leave and they go to their other homes, you know? Uh, and so, but with this, with this technology now and her clients love her so much and they miss her when they're gone, she's opened up a new door. And so now, uh, you know, when we're through this and coronavirus is in our past and we know a ton about it and we're, we've overcome and yes, the world is going to change, but you know, people will still travel and she'll be able to train her clients while, while they travel and they go back to their homes and other states. And also while we travel, 
And so this is a really important thing to find these niches, find these ways to, I don't know, redefine your life and what you do and how you do it. That's where this quote is coming from. Accept the challenge of this challenging time and create the conditions for your survival and the survival of others. That's my quote <laughs> to follow up uh, with Charles Darwin. Um, I'm doing, you know, being a school teacher, uh, like many school teachers across the country, we've also had to uh, adapt to the call. I can't necessarily be in a classroom with 50 students at a time during this time right now. So I'm reaching out to my students through Google Classroom and also through Zoom and hosting classes uh, with on Zoom with my students. And it's it's fun. It's not it's not anything like the real thing. I God, I miss my students so much. I miss seeing their faces. I miss kind of interacting with them and hearing their stories. It, you know, this is a time it really reminds me why I do what I do and why I love what I do. So this is this is challenging and it's hard, but I'm excited for the technology and thank you to Zoom who are giving premium accounts for free to educators. So stay with us here on Tate Talks. I have so much more to share with you. I'm going to be talking about what moves you right now, uh, re-entering your home and important statistics regarding COVID-19 killing certain people. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here uh, from iHub, studio, iHub Radio Studios here in Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the show here on Tate Talks. I'm Jason Tate, functional medicine certified health coach and high school biology and medical health profession teacher, uh, I also am a father of a, an amazing 12-year-old girl who's in seventh grade taking classes from home right now. <laughs> I was just talking about that before the break uh, and, and how we're adapting to this change and how people are rising to the call. There's so many great stories and there's so many companies and industries and abilities that are happening during this time right now. And so I'll be talking more about positivity and really kind of taking a positive spin and finding some gratitude during this challenging time right now, because we, we really do need that. But before I get into that, Tate Talks is here to talk about health and wellness. We talk about movement, nutrition, mindfulness, mental health. Um, and, and one of the most important aspects of this is understanding that your entire health is within your control. But Right now, what we're seeing with coronavirus is it's targeting specific people. And this is an alarming statistic given the numbers of coronavirus 
mm, victims, I guess I should say, uh, people that are dying from coronavirus, and then also the number of infections across the country. Right now, I'm looking at a uh, an actual timer that is in real time, and some of these are projected, but we're just now at the moment 1,587,000 confirmed cases with over 461,000 confirmed cases in the United States. This is incredible. This is an alarming, and it's just continuing to rise. And, and you know these stats, you know this information, but what I want to do is kind of tie it into your health and whether or not you're at risk, okay? You might be thinking, oh, I feel great. You know, I'm, you know, I'm taking a couple of medications here and there, and a lot of people are on medications. Um, and so here's some statistics coming from New York, and this was published a couple of days ago. Um, and so from the first case, March 14th, leading up to April 8th, I believe, no, April 7th. So March 14 to April 7, New York had 4,758 deaths due to coronavirus. 61% of these are men, large population of men, 39% women. And here's something that is alarming. 86% of the deaths were among people who had an underlying illness, such as hypertension, high blood pressure, diabetes. These are the top two. So, and then the leading underlying illness was hypertension, was high blood pressure. 55% of the deaths in New York occurred with people with high blood pressure. 37% were people with diabetes. And I imagine many of these people that were hypertensive, some of them had diabetes simultaneously. The other top illnesses in those who died from coronavirus were hyperlipidemia, so excessive fat in the blood, coronary artery disease, artery disease around the heart, renal disease, which is disease of the kidneys, and dementia, cognitive decline, uh, among the many of the doctors now, especially in the functional medicine community, this is considered type 3 diabetes, cognitive decline, dementia, Alzheimer's, which is beta amyloid plaque buildup in the brain and other related uh, symptoms. All of these are chronic diseases, diseases of diet and lifestyle, diseases that occur during the lifestyle of an individual, not something that you just wake up when you're healthy one day and you, you know, touch something, you pick it up like a coronavirus. You don't pick up diabetes the same way. You don't pick up hypertension the same way. This is something that you get occurring over the course of a lifetime, and then it progresses to a point to where you have it. An important thing to understand, one, these are all preventable, all of them. Two, they're reversible. Most cases, they're reversible. You can turn this thing around. And how do you do that? Well, how do you stop a sink that's leaking and overflowing? You don't just keep mopping up the water. You've got to turn it off. You've got to address the root cause. You've got to fix the leaky pipe. You've got to address the root cause of the situation. Diabetes is carbohydrate toxicity. You get it by having too many carbohydrates, not just sugar. 
and that's a completely whole entire show talking about the difference of carbohydrates and sugar and the whole confusion of that. And I'll, I'll dedicate that to another show in the future. But, you know, these are things that are really important. So what's happening here is coronavirus deaths, the people that are more susceptible to death from coronavirus are people that have underlying conditions. This is an important and stark reminder for us to know that we have to take care of ourselves. Understand that if you are fighting a chronic disease, now is the time to really attack this thing. This and more, I'll talk about how you can safely re-enter your home and a little more about what people are dying from and what people are doing as far as exercise during this time. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here, iHub Radio, Palm Springs, California. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to me here on Tate Talks. You can follow Tate Talks at tatetalks.radio on Instagram. You can also follow me, Jason Tate, on Facebook. This is a perfect place for you to type in any questions. I can address these questions and bring them up in a future show. I appreciate you for listening to me. I appreciate you for listening to me every week and for staying with the show. And, you know, during this time right now, it's so important for us to stay connected and to be connected to important and relevant information that's kind of been, I, I don't know if you want to call it diluted, but it's been screened. Let's just put it that way. It's been screened. So my background is in biology, is in nutrition, uh, mental and mindfulness, health, cognitive, uh, positive behavioral psychology. Uh, there's so many different aspects to the total body health, also exercise, movement, there's so many different pieces that come together that bring us our total health. Right before the break, I was talking about the startling and scary statistics of the 80, what was, what was the number? 86% of all of the deaths occurring in New York are occurring with people that have a chronic disease, at least one. And this is alarming because as we're going to, by the end of the week, have half a million people just in the United States with coronavirus. This is alarming because there are many, many people with chronic diseases here in the United States. So if there ever was a time for you to truly tackle your chronic disease and start to manage it, get it under control and try to reverse it, which is totally possible, now would definitely be that time. Also, if you're taking high blood pressure medication, if you're a diabetic, you're in the ultra high risk category as far as death when uh, contracting coronavirus. So you should probably not be the one who's going out to get the groceries if you don't have to. 
Uh, and if you don't have to go out and go to work, you can work from home, definitely work from home. It's also important for the people that are in your home, if they do leave and come back, how can you safely re-enter your home? And I'll be talking about that in just a moment. So I have a quote because I, I, I just love quotes. Um, they're so inspiring and thought-provoking. This one is from Buddha. What you think you become, what you feel you attract, and what you imagine you create. And I want to allow that to inspire you to just really find some positivity during this time right now, because it's so important, our mental health. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a physician in Wisconsin. I had her on the show a few months ago, and she you know, she's still working with patients. She's doing telemedicine, which is a fantastic opportunity for you to still be in touch with your, with your doctor. She does a lot of cardiovascular health and diabetes reversal, that type of thing. And what she is noticing is the mental health of her patients and how depression is spiking right now. Um, especially among elderly population who are retired and they're just kind of living their retired life and socializing with their families and socializing with their, um, you know, their peers and going out to dinners and, you know, get gatherings at the country club and all of that social life that you've worked so hard to get up to. And now snap, it's taken away and you're, you're at home and you're with your partner, or in many cases, a lot of people are home alone. And this is a very challenging time. So hearing that information, it just kind of broke my heart to hear that. You know, I'm lucky that I'm home uh, with my wife and my daughter and our little dog. And, you know, we have each other I, uh, to be home alone during this time for weeks on end without, with, without knowing when it's going to stop. Uh, that would be a very challenging thing to do. So I encourage you to use your phone for something really good and start calling people and reaching out to them and just staying in touch. You have time. We all have time right now. If you're social distancing, if you're quarantined at home, use your phone, reach out, call people. This is a powerful and motivating thing to do and to lift people's spirits. Um, during times when I've been down, one thing that really picks me up is a call or an act of kindness from a random source for no reason whatsoever, just because. And my goodness, what, what a great feeling that is. If I were to just get a call from somebody that I haven't talked to in a long time, a year, maybe more, even a few months, and they just said, hey, I just want to see how you're doing. God, that feels so good. So I encourage you right now to do that. After this show, pick up the phone, call somebody you haven't talked to in over a few months, and just say, hey, and just say, you know, I just want to check and see how you're doing. I reach out and make those connections. So that's something that I would like to encourage you to do. Also, movement got to move. You got to move your body. You got to get out there and get some uh, activity, get some blood flow going. Now, if you um, are in the ultra high risk category or 
walking the neighborhood is not an option for you, then there are things you can do inside your home uh, that you can be creative. There are some amazing free resources online for workouts. Uh, You can even just go onto YouTube and load up a workout, find some yoga off of YouTube. When I'm when I had school and we were in class on Wednesdays was workout Wednesday. And I oftentimes would load yoga from a YouTube channel called Boho Beautiful. I really like her, uh, her style, her teaching. She does a great job. She cues really well and we would do yoga. She's got great 20 minute classes or 25 minute ones, 15 minute ones, even 10 minute ones, just little ones, just short ones. Do whatever you can. Uh, there's some paid services out there that are fantastic. Uh, my wife does the daily burn, which is one that she really likes and it's, it's fun and it's exciting. And, and so it's challenging as well, but so you can do that kind of depending on your level, but if you can get some fresh air, go in your backyard, get some fresh air every single day. So important. I'm speaking with my students through Zoom communication, through online class, and I'm asking them, what do you miss most since Friday the 13th when they closed school here in Riverside County? And and a few of them said, I miss sunshine. And I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, you've been in the house that whole time. There are safe ways to go outside and uh, get some fresh air. So here in Riverside County, um, there is a a law now, a mandate that you must wear a covering over your face, some kind of a mask uh, covering your nose and mouth. Uh, And so, you know, there's a lot of people making their own masks right now, which is great. Um, Just some kind of covering. I see when I go on walks and runs, I see people with bandanas and homemade masks from t-shirts and things like that. So I, I really see us booming, you know, in this creativity and that's, that's it's weird. I, I haven't, I don't know if I've accepted it yet as the new normal, always seeing people wearing a mask, a covering it's, it's, um, it's still surreal to me. And I'm the one in the house many times who is the one who goes out to get the groceries. Um, and then I also leave and I, and I can't park my car at the park anymore. So I have to do the walk and walk to the park because parking lots to parks are closed, but parks are still open and trails are still open here in Riverside County for people that live right next to them. So I take the walk, it's about a mile and get to the park and shoot hoops and then walk back. And so seeing people all around uh, with their face covering, it's just, I'm starting to get used to it. And they're not letting you into grocery stores without it as well, which is good. And they're issuing a $1,000 fine to anybody in public now here in Riverside County who is outside without a covering in public. Um, If you're walking your dog down the street, you know, they're not going to roll up in your neighborhood and fine you or imprison you. But if you definitely, if you're trying to go to a grocery store or you're in some kind of a public gathering, well, not, not that there are any, but you're going to a grocery store or, uh, you know, like a Home Depot or a Lowe's and you're not wearing a covering, you could be fined $1,000 or put in prison. And some people might think, wow, that's really harsh, but that's preventative. That's something that's really important about this virus, about this time right now. We don't have the ability, we don't have the uh, luxury 
of being reactive during this time. And I feel like this is something that's teaching, that's teaching us as humans that proactivity is really important. And so how do I spin that back into what we're doing and what you're doing as a human being? Well, you need to be proactive about your health. You have to be proactive about your total body health, whether or not you have carbohydrate toxicity, which is diabetes, whether or not you have heart disease, which comes from eating, believe it or not, too many carbohydrates and too much animal products and foods, hyperlipidemia, high fat in the blood, um, kidney failure, you know, which is a complication of diabetes as well. These are things that occur from having a poor diet and poor lifestyle and not enough exercise and not taking care of your mental health. This is so important. Mental health is kind of the key, the root of all of them. You could know everything there is to know <clears throat> about exercise and movement. You could be, you know, one of the world's leading uh, people in nutrition. But if you're stressed or anxious or depressed, you're not necessarily going to make the right choices for yourself as far as your exercise and as far as your diet. So they really do all come together in a nice, neat package. So these statistics from New York, um, again, 86% of all deaths, and this is probably, this is a nice little microcosm. This is probably going to occur across the nation where we have half a million people uh, in the next week in the U.S. will have coronavirus and it will, it's not stopping there. And so this is alarming. This is scary. This is a scary time um, because we have a lot of people in the country who haven't taken care of themselves. And so this is kind of one of those, like, it's definitely sweet, a broom sweep for sure. And it's definitely hitting a certain subset of the population. So how can you re-enter your home safely after you've left? When you get into your house, the smartest thing to do, wash your hands. This is the single most important, smartest thing you can do. To be safe, it's a good idea to remove your shoes and coats, your outer clothing, not all your clothes, but your coat and your shoes before walking through your home, <clears throat> just to be safe. And so don't be overly concerned uh, as long as you've kept your distance from others. And there's not necessarily a ton of evidence that you have to completely take off all of your clothing. However, I know doctors, friends of mine who, I mean, they're obviously in the thick of it <laughs> and they are taking off all of their clothes before they go in the house, you know, in the garage. <clears throat> as for your groceries, wash your hands before you eat anything. If it's something that can be washed like an apple, obviously wash it. You should wash it anyway. Uh, taking out food from a local restaurant, what about the package it came in? Throw the package away, put the food on the table, wash your hands and eat. Items like your wallet, keys, watch, glasses and phone. These are things. Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. You're listening to Tate Talks. My name is Jason Tate. Here we are, T-A-T-E. You can find me on Facebook, Jason Tate, T-A-T-E. Also, Tate Talks is on Instagram, tatetalks.radio. I'll be posting the shows uh, as far as like what we're covering, 
There'll be pictures, there'll be recipes, and you can also download Tate Talks on any of the major uh, podcast stations, iTunes, Spotify, and all the others. So make sure you catch up with us here on Tate Talks. I'm talking about how to safely re-enter your home once you've left. Super important to do this and to, to have this knowledge. What I've been telling people and friends of mine, um, I happen to have a lot of friends and family who work in law enforcement and law enforcement, you know, and then also um, a lot of friends who obviously work in hospitals and work in the healthcare industry. And so um, what I've been telling people that don't know, uh, like my brother and some of the others who work in law enforcement is assume that you've come into contact with COVID-19 coronavirus, just assume that it's on you. Assume that it's on your shoes, that it's on your hands. If you're not wearing gloves, that it's on your glove. Even if it's on your gloves and you take your gloves off with a bare hand, now it's on your hand. So just assume that it's on you. And so having this knowledge, once you go out into the world, coming back into your home is a really important time to kind of go through these steps. Okay. So I was saying, when you get to your house, the smartest thing you can do is wash your hands. Uh, and then also, I've kind of gone to the lengths now where <clears throat> I'm wiping down the doorknobs after I come into the house, wash my hands, I go back, I wipe the doorknobs that I touched, and I go back out to my car, and I wipe the steering wheel, and I wipe the shifter, and just kind of the surfaces that I would touch normally, uh, even though you know it won't stay viable on those surfaces for a super long period of time, but just to be sure, just to be safe. Uh, as far as when you come home, you bring groceries home, wash your hands before you eat anything, take your food out of packages. Uh, if you get takeout food, take it out of the box. So if you order a pizza, take the pizza out of the box, throw the box away, put the pizza on plates, and sit down and eat your pizza after you wash your hands. Uh, your wallet, your keys, your watch, your glasses, your phone. These are things that you should clean daily. Wipe them down each time you return from being outside. This is a smart habit to get into. This is a new time right now for us. This is a changing time. We need to develop these smart, healthy habits because coronavirus is going to be with us for a long time time, many months moving forward. And we need to just kind of establish these new habits. Um, let's see. So make sure that, you know, if, you know, and also that I was saying you don't have to like fully strip down, but you can take off like a coat, uh, definitely leave your shoes. And this is good too, because it keeps your floors clean. Um, we kind of have a no shoe policy in my house anyway. And so this is a good, you know, so we already do that. It's kind of always been the thing for us. Um, and it's just kind of strange to me to be walking around in the house with shoes on anyway, <clears throat> always has been. So, and if you're concerned about COVID-19 on packages from the mail coming into your home, well, you can practice these similar caution and cleaning habits. Any disinfectants are fine. Spray it down, clean it, wipe it down. Uh, and then, you know, if you wear gloves, make sure you at least wash your hands right after you take your gloves off because just assume again, that toxins or viruses could be on the gloves. As you take them off, it could then transfer to your hands. Wash your hands. Soap works great. 
So if you have multiple, so here's some questions that were asked of a virologist and I, and I kind of hand selected some of the better ones that I think are really important and poignant. If you have multiple essential trips to make, like going to the grocery store and the post office, is it better to do it all in one trip or to spread them out over multiple trips? This is a really good question. And I love the answer that comes with this. So it depends on the type of person you are, okay? Because when you go out of your house and you go into spaces like a grocery store or a post office and then you come back home, you know, you do need a decontamination routine, okay? And if you do the routine well, you may want to go to multiple places. But the way you should approach it is this. Every time you go into a post office or into a grocery store, you're at small risk of getting sick by, by your putting other people at risk too. And when you come out of that space, you walk out of the grocery store, just you need to know that you need to decontaminate yourself before you get back into your car and before you go back into another place. Think about that. Now, most grocery stores uh, here and, you know, most grocery stores, you don't have to touch the doors to open them, but you're touching products in the store. Now, Really important here in Riverside County, everyone, if you're in a grocery store, they're wearing face coverings. So this will cut down on people uh, spewing droplets onto things that you would then touch and then bring to your car and then maybe bring to the post office. Yes, it is that realistic. It really is. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, if you, if this Provide if this is too much anxiety for you to walk into a grocery store and then walk out and do a whole decontamination routine, <clears throat> get in your car, get out, go to the post office, come back, do a decontamination routine, get in your car, go home, decontamination routine, go into your house. If that's too stressful for you, just do one trip, one little boop, boop, one thing at a time. If you can handle it, if you got a good routine down, then you can do it all. Uh, so keep that in mind. It's totally up to you. Uh, if you have no symptoms <clears throat> and you're at home and you wash your hands, can you pick your nose? Sure. <laughs> Just wash your hands <laughs> because your nose is a mucous membrane. I thought it was a funny question. Your nose is a mucous membrane, but just assume that it's possible that it's on your hands. Um, I don't know, you know, necessarily if you're at home, if it's possible it's on your hands because somebody would have to be bring it into the home, uh, but definitely keep that in mind. So, there's that. Um, it's, it's time to breathe, honestly. It's so important right now that we take this time and, and focus on our mental health. You know, I'm just kind of taking a break from these questions for a minute because it's, it's such a, a challenging time for us right now. Um, it's important to reach out to the people that you care about, reach out to loved ones. It's important for you to kind of do an assessment of your health uh, and understand that what you eat, what you drink, what you breathe, what you think, these are all keys and all super important to your total overall body health. Stay with us here on Tate Talks. I'm going to be sharing with you valuable information in the next hour and we'll do a meditation talking about breathing i'll be sharing empty your cup and answers to common questions about foods that you eat and 
preparing your foods so that you're safe. Stay with us here on Take Talks. <laughs>